In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. Why do so many marriages fail? How should a Christian man treat his wife in such a way that he and his bride will thrive? This will be a podcast like no other I've recorded in any of the 600 plus episodes. Stay tuned. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. The Men in the Arena. It's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army. I salute you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. This is Equipping Men in 10. I'm Jim Ramos, your host and guide of Spotify's number one podcast for Christian men, guiding you to your best version in the stress bubble of life and beyond. Guys, before we jump into the meat of this podcast, it'll be unlike any podcast I've ever recorded. I want to jump into our hero stories. Now, remember this year, we are searching for 365 hero stories in 365 days. And you know what? We are ahead of schedule. This one came in recently from Squat Boss Haas. (laughs) Squat Boss Haas on Instagram. This is our 28th hero story. He writes this. My wife and I have been married roughly six months, and even though before marriage we were devoted to God, since our marriage I have been diligently working on pursuing the Lord deeper and working and growing in our relationship with Him. Not just for myself, but also for my wife. We are expecting a baby girl next May, and I want to train myself in the way of God to be able to guide her and to be the father God has called me to be. Man, that is a hero right there. Thank you so much for that great story, man. Hit us up at our website with your physical address. We will send you some swag. So guys, the meat of this podcast is how should a Christian man treat his wife? The subtitle is The Eight Cow Wife and The Five Star Man. This comes from an article by Patricia McGeer, adopted from its original appearance in Reader's Digest in February of 1988. And the title of this article is The Eight Cow Wife. So without further ado, let me read the story. Get Johnny Lingo to help you find what you want. Let him do the bargaining, advised Shinkin as I sat on the veranda of his guest house and wondered whether to visit the island of Narabundi. He'll earn his commission four times over. Johnny knows values and how to make a deal. Johnny Lingo? The chubby boy on the veranda steps hooted his name, then hugged his knees and rocked with a shrill of laughter. 
Be quiet, said the father, and the laughter grew silent. Johnny Lingo's the sharpest trader in this part of the Pacific. The simple statement made the boy choke and almost roll off the steps. Smiles broadened on the faces of the villagers standing nearby, and everyone started laughing. What goes on, I demanded. Everyone around here tells me to get in touch with Johnny Lingo and then breaks up laughing. Is this some kind of trick? Is it a wild goose chase, like sending someone for a left-handed wrench or, a, or get to shake the salad dressing? Is there no such person in the village, or is he the village idi idiot, or what? Let me in on the joke. No, idiot, said Schenken. Only one thing. Five months ago, at festival time, Johnny Lingo came to our island of Kinawata and found himself a wife. He paid eight cows for her. He spoke these words with great he spoke these words with great solemnity, and I knew enough about island customs to be thoroughly impressed. Man, two cows would buy a fair to middling wife, four or five, a highly satisfactory one. Eight cows, I said. She must have been a beauty that takes your breath away. Well, that's why they laugh, my guest said. It would be kindness to call her plain. She was a little skinny with no uh, other endowments, if you know what I mean. She walked with her shoulders hunched over and her, her head ducked as if she was trying to hide behind herself. Her cheeks had no color, her eyes had never opened beyond a slit, and her hair was tangled mop covering over half her face. She was afraid of her own shadow, frightened by her own voice. She was afraid to laugh in public. She never romped around with the girls, so how could she be attractive to the boys? But she attracted Johnny, I said. This is the story Shankin told me. All the way to the council tent, the cousins were urging Sarita's father, Sam, to try for a good settlement. Ask for three cows, they told him. Hold out for two until you're sure he'll pay one. But her father, Sam, was so afraid there'd be some slip-up in the marriage arrangements for Sarita that he didn't want to chance it and decided he wouldn't hold he, and decided he would take one cow if that's what it took. So while they waited, he resigned himself to accept one cow and thought instead of the luck in getting such a good husband for Sarita. Then Johnny Lingo came into the tent and without waiting for a word from any of them, went straight up to Sam Carew, grasped his hand and said, Father of Sarita, I offer eight cows for your daughter. And he delivered the cows. As soon as it was over, Johnny took Sarita to the island of Cho for the first week of marriage. Then they went home to Narabundi and haven't been seen since, except at the festival time, there's not much travel between islands. The story interested me so much, I decided to investigate. The next day, I reached the island where Johnny lived. When I met the slim, serious man, he welcomed me into his home with great grace that made me feel like I owned the place. I was glad to find out that from his own people, he had respect unmingled with mockery. I told him that his people had told me about him. They speak of me on the island? What do they say? They say you're a sharp trader, I said. They also say the marriage settlement that you made for your wife was eight cows. I paused, then went on, coming as close to direct questions as I could. They wonder why you would pay eight cows. They say that, his eyes lighted with pleasure. He seemed not to have noticed the question. Everyone in Kinawata knows about the eight cows? I nodded. 
And in Narabundi, everyone knows about it too. His chest expanded with satisfaction. Always and forever, when they speak of a marriage settlement, it will be remembered that Johnny Lingo paid eight cows for Sarita. So that's the answer, I thought, with all disappointment. All this mystery and wonder and the explanation, only vanity. It's not enough for his ego to be known as the smartest, the strongest, the quickest. He had to make him famous for his way of buying an, a wife. I was tempted to deflate him, reporting that in Kinawata he was laughed at as a fool. As we spoke, a woman entered the adjoining room and placed a bowl of blossoms on the dining table. She stood still, a moment to smile with sweet gravity at the young man beside me. Then she went swiftly out again. She was the most beautiful woman I had ever seen. This girl had an ethereal loveliness. The dew-fresh flowers with which she'd pinned back her lustrous black hair accented the glow of her cheeks. The lift of her shoulders, the tilt in her chin, the sparkle of her eyes all spelled a pride to which no one could deny her the right. And as she turned to leave, she moved with grace that made her look like a queen. When she was out of sight, I turned back to Johnny Lingo and found him looking with me with eyes that reflected the pride of the girls. You admire her, he murmured. She's, she's glorious, I said. Who is she? I couldn't help but think, if she was a servant, how difficult must it be for homely Sarita having to daily be in the presence of such a beautiful woman? And what a temptation for Mr. Lingo. She's my wife. I stared at him blankly. Was this some custom I had not heard about? Do they practice polygamy here? He, for his eight cows, bought both Sarita and this other woman. Before I could form the question, he spoke again. This is the only one, my Sarita. His way of saying the words gave them special significance. Perhaps you wish to say she doesn't look like what they say she looked like in Kinawata? She doesn't. The impact of the girl's appearance made me forget tact. I heard she was homely. They all make fun of you because you let yourself be cheated by Sam Carew and paid eight cows for this wife. You think he cheated me? You think eight cows were too many? A slow smile slid over his lips as I shook my head. She can see her father and her friends again, and they can see her. Do you think anyone will make fun of us then? Much has happened to change her. Much in particular has happened the day she went away. You mean she married you? Well, that, yes, but most of all, I mean the arrangements for the marriage. Arrangements? Do you think, he asked reflectively, what it does to a woman when she knows the price her husband paid for her was the lowest price for which she could be bought? And then later, when all the women talk, as women do, they boast of what their husbands paid for them? One says four cows, another maybe six. How does she feel, the woman who was sold for one or two cows? This did not happen with my Sarita. Then you paid that unprecedented number of cows just to make your wife happy? Happy? He seemed to turn the word over on his tongue as if to test its meaning. I wanted Sarita to be happy, yes, but I wanted more than that. You say she's different from the way they remember her in Kinawata. This is true. Many things can change a woman. Things that happen inside, things that happen outside. But the thing that matters most is what she thinks about herself. In Kinawata, Sarita believes she was worth nothing. Now she knows that she is worth more than any other woman on the islands. Then you wanted... I wanted to marry Sarita. I loved her and no other woman. But 
I was close to understanding, but he finished softly. I wanted an eight-cow wife. Man, isn't that a powerful story? So how should a Christian man treat his wife? Treat her like the queen she deserves to be treated as. She is worthy of your love. Treat her that way. You can treat your wife like a one-cow wife, or you can treat her like an eight-cow wife. How you frame her is up to you. Hey, guys, make sure you head on over to manarena.org. Grab your free copy of this cool book I'm super excited about. Uh, it's called Man Laws, 101 Ways to Get Your Man Card Revoked and Rules to Live By. You're gonna, This book is going to crack you guys up. You're going to love it. Head on over there and get that. Until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. And be a man of an eight-cow wife. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men for around the world and find out the type of dad you are.